tonight on this epic episode two of the infamous and legendary Von Weehunt show, your pirate radio show from the underground bunker of America. They broadcast live from the mountains of Arizona. The ancient Praetorian guard of the Caesars protects the KFNX studios where I used to broadcast from for four years, from 2015 to 2019. Many of you knew the show then, but now I broadcast on this medium, Blog Talk Radio, as we are trying to get back to a traditional signal station, no doubt. But for now, I broadcast clandestinely on this pirate radio station. And my important message for this tumultuous Thursday night is our show times will always be Thursdays at 8 p.m. Our traditional show times when I aired at KFNX here in the Phoenix Scottsdale area. The number eight stands for infinity and the cosmos. And this show will be galactic in our approach and action. We will leave no stone unturned in our quest for the truth always. Now tonight, I've been talking to many of you on Twitter and elsewhere on the internet. We all lead very busy lives, but just know this, that there is a Marxist insurgency in America, inside America, to take it down from within. I've been talking about this for many years on the call sign KFNX 1100 AM here in Phoenix and on the internet as well. Marxism is hostile to family, nation, religion, property, tradition, and stability. Conservatism, though nice, says it defends all of these in the name of the people. But in recent years, so-called conservatives do not conserve anything. And this is why I'm a proud nationalist for the cause. I am very glad to be with you all tonight. If you need to dial in to the show, we can always be reached later on in the show. I will take calls at 563-999-3437. That number is for the listeners only of the Von Weehunt Show. 
Again, very glad to be with you all tonight. As we gather around, we witnessed in our country the unfortunate destruction of our nation. I know many of you already know that I've been on the air for quite a while. And just to let our new listeners know, this is a variety show on the radio that you are listening to. We will, it's a pirate radio show. I'll have some VIP callers. We'll have some guest callers. We'll play some music. We'll talk about the breaking news in the nation and the world, geopolitics, history, World War II, current events, the riots, the chaos, the COVID-19 pandemic scare. As many of you know, I do broadcast from the mountains of Arizona. And just know that the militant leftists, they want America. This is their desire. They want America to turn into another South Africa or, God forbid, communist China. The elites have always said that China is their model going forward. Their long march is on the move, my fellow Americans, and they have not stopped at all. We have let in far too many militant third world immigrants that hate this country and the host population. That's you and me, and we all know this to be true. We brought in more people into America than any other country in the world. Nobody could ever fault America for not taking in enough people. We do not have a population problem in America. We have plenty of people, plenty of workers. The unemployment numbers you've been hearing about should tell you that in spades. My friends all across America, just know that I, your host, Von Wehunt, am back stronger than ever. As I have told many of you before on the radio, that we are a world at war. And I mean that. That we want and we do seek peace and tranquility for all. Our arch enemies and the militant leftist Democrats and Bolsheviks inside America and around the world, they only seek war with us. So we must acknowledge that and meet this challenge head on and directly and not shy away from it. We must deal with the facts at hand and deal with things directly and without any fear or trepidation. And also going forward, do not fear what people have to say about you. Don't fear words. The Democrat leftists are famous, absolutely famous for calling people names. They want to get under your skin. But if we allow that to happen, this would be your dystopian future and nightmare. I would advise you all five years ago, and even before then, when I used to call into radio stations here in Phoenix and Dallas and L.A. and around the world, that uh, you need to get ready. You need to use this Trump presidency wisely. I've always told my friends, it's not about Trump doing things for you or waving his magic wand or whatever. He's given us a lot of time. Use the time wisely. Get your gear now, one, while it's still available, and two, while your greenbacks can still buy something, for God's sakes. Buy more guns and ammunition. This won't end pretty America, as I've said many times on Twitter. 
And if you want to find the Von Wehunt Show, you can always go on the Internet or go to Twitter. I have the Von Wehunt Show there as well as the Rogue Von Wehunt Show, as I'm often banned or put in Twitter jail for seven days. The Rogue Von Wehunt Show is my clandestine secret backup account. thought you would enjoy that. One thing is very clear in my view in the wake of all these riots. If you are of white European descent, do not move to Minnesota or Seattle. Because going forward, you will be constantly attacked or encroached upon. But the attacks are imminent. In some quarters of America, the Democrat cities are burning. We've all seen it in the news and online. But the uber leftists. They have a big financial scam. They're going to play on you predominantly in predominant white middle-class suburbia, that part of America. It's called reparations. And they have already said very blatantly, very clearly, that, that they want you. They will be expecting you. Once Trump leaves office, I've always told you folks that all hell will break loose. But they will want you to give up your estate to them. So only they, the anointed ones, can redistribute any and all wealth of your estate. Let's be frank here. Let's be blunt to their brown and black, predominantly Democrat supporters. They want to turn America into South Africa. Yes, this is what they want to do. They say it every day. It doesn't take a rocket scientist. Just go on the news. Go online. And when you have a spare moment, go to their websites, go to Black Lives Matter, go to Antifa, go to the Democrat Party, read their threads. You get a clear picture of what they want, of what they're driving at. Now, the counterterrorism groups, these, uh, you know, they must be empowered and emboldened to protect the streets of America with brute force if need be, because what we've seen is that the police authority can no longer handle it. At the first sign of trouble, the police on cue, like from Central Casting Hollywood, abandon their police precincts. They abandon their street beat, and they leave you to the whim and the will of the violent masses. Now, in my view... Leftist America has no freaking clue the tidal wave that they have unleashed. And they thought that Trump getting elected was shocking. Most people are getting ready. And in my view, the left is about to get crushed in this election. Don't let the mass media fool you. Though the election will be close, I do predict that Trump will win re-election. I think right now... In June, he's in a very strong position. I think the Democrats and the rioters and those folks of the criminal left have really bolstered Trump's fledgling numbers in the past several weeks. In the future, you may need to self-balkanize and distance yourself as much as possible in my view, from these militant people who wish to assault you and your friends and your family. Now, we were all raised in a certain way where 
you probably were in kindergarten or first, second, third, fourth, fifth grade. You might have seen Kumbaya. And we truly, I want a chicken in every pot. I want everyone in America to do well. One thing I do know that I've noticed on my short time here on planet Earth is that if you put some jingle in people's pockets, you get them a job. They start working. They don't have time to riot. They get busy on with the business of life. They don't have time to take down a Confederate statues or to attack veteran cemeteries. They don't have the time to do any of that. So that's why, in my view, the Marxist insurgency needs to be crushed. And we need to get this economy back up and going as soon as possible. We really, really do. Because if we don't, we have millions of people that are sitting on their thumbs, ready to terrorize you who want to riot and loot and rob, steal, and assault. And they will give you no peace, and don't be under the impression that they will. And they never will be living in peace. They don't want you to live in peace. So for now, we must self-balkanize. Don't be in, quote-unquote, proximity to militants. You need to get as far away from them for now as humanly possible. Plan ahead. If you need to move a 1,000 miles away, you do it. You make those moves now. The right wing does not kneel down the terrorists. Instead, we exterminate them in battle. And there will be no unity unless the predominant white suburban America caves in to the violent Democrat Bolshevik mob. That's what they want you to believe. They're telling you there will be no peace, there will be no unity, unless you cave in to our demands. This is their agenda all throughout Europe prior to Adolf Hitler coming to power. You capitulate and bow to the communists or die. And this is their agenda. The Democrat media machine is spinning the violent riots and saying that, quote-unquote, white supremacists, unbelievable, are somehow, quote-unquote, responsible for it all. This is their Democrat playbook, always blaming others for their own problems and now looking to whites in suburban America to fund and rebuild their ghetto Democrat societies in large part. It was said from Plutarch, the ancient historian, that when Alexander the Great saw the breadth of his domain, he wept, for there were no more worlds for him to conquer. Think about that. Right now, we will play some gothic music from the infamous Bon Weekend Show. Thank <laughs> you. 
Oh, yes, my friend. We will be successful. We are strong. We're all over America. We are ready for anything that comes in our path. We are not afraid. We are legion. Yes, we are. If you just join in us tonight, this is the infamous and legendary Von Wehunt Show. Broadcasting live, live stream all over the world tonight as I broadcast from my studio here in the mountain stronghold of Arizona. It's obvious, and all jokes aside, that the rioters absolutely believe that nothing but destruction of the entire system is what they're after. They clearly admit this. In their world, they must destroy in order to, quote-unquote, feel progress or that they are making some kind of political gain. This is their naked attempt at political power in America. What we've clearly seen is that the left must destroy. They are not builders of society, unlike the right wing of America. We build. We create we are actually, in a, in a funny way, the true liberals. We, we believe in debate, rational, logical debate. We want to build uh, skyscrapers like Trump has done. We want to be uh, great in battle. We want to do well in business. We want to build up our homes and our neighborhoods. But all the left can provide is riots, looting, chaos, anarchy. This is what they want. They destroy, we build. It really has come down to that. What we are living through, in my view, and witnessing in America is a coup d'etat, an attempted communist Antifa and Black Lives Matter, and a Marxist insurgency-type takeover of America. I'll be very blunt. This is what they want, is they feel they have to burn it all down and restart the country in their image because only they are the pure Bolsheviks, and thus their attacks will continue. What we've seen the last week is only a little respite. They're simply gearing up for the next wave of attacks. Now, I do broadcast from a secret location in the mountains of Arizona. My studio is a secret area, compound, and I am underground broadcasting live. The current riots right now could care less about George Floyd or Black Lives Matter. Tell that to the elderly black women in Minneapolis and elsewhere who have now nowhere to shop, now due to the black rioters predominantly burning down their city and the white Antifa people. I don't care if they're black, white, or purple, as I've always said. If you're a commie, you're a commie. If you're a writer, you're a writer, whether you're black, brown, white, or indifferent, or purple. So now they have destroyed these inner cities. The elderly blacks, who they claim to be for, are now shut-ins. They're afraid to speak out because of all the corruption in their neighborhoods. 
These riots and protests are not about George Floyd at all. But they are about power and the violent communist takeover of the entire country and the U.S. government. Now in America, the violent mob demands that the local cuck, weak police and the Obama military take the knee as a sign of their submission to their terror on the streets. This has nothing to do again with George Floyd. It's all about power over you, power to make, to force, to coerce, browbeat the police and military to take that need, to submit to the violent mob. I know a lot of the police people are well-intentioned. Many say, well, I'm a community policeman. I said, where'd you get that phrase, community policeman? Well, they'll all tell you it all came about mainly during the Obama years. Uh, for the most part, they're really they really pushing that narrative of the you, now you're no, you are no longer police, law and order. You're supposed to get along with all the local thugs in your neighborhood. You're supposed to look the other way. You're supposed to take the knee. You're supposed to show good faith and be cool, hip, and trendy. And some people want to take the knee before they do anything. They want to do it before, and they can say, "Well, I took the knee. I'm on your side." I don't want to hurt anybody. I'm just a a cop making a paycheck. But my point is that sets the wrong precedent. If I ran a police force, you'd be fired for taking the knee on your own volition. If you want to go out there on your day off, take the knee all you want. But once you're behind that badge in the uniform, you will not take the knee or you will not dance in line dances. It's okay for you to sit there and smile and watch. But don't humiliate yourself in front of the violent Democrat mob. They're making a mockery out of you. They're filming you. They're uploading you. They think you're funny. They think you're a joke. And over time, you lose all authority on the street. And right now, we have a situation in, in this country where the local police are not backed up by a lot of their local politicians. They're afraid to do anything. They're afraid to lose their job. So a lot of them, unfortunately, are going with the flow I get it. They they want to stay employed. They don't want their their house burned down or their or their tires slashed. I get it. I really do get it. In the nitty gritty street world, that's what they're afraid of. But my point is, we've lost control of these streets, and it's very obvious. And the liberal media is rewarding the lawlessness and rioters. You are not supposed to bring up the fact that George Floyd was a petty thief and a drug dealer. Instead, you are supposed to embrace the riots, the drug use, the vandalism, the arson, the assault, the chaos, the anarchy. And those are the new values of the Democrats. It's quite obvious that Antifa and the Democrat writer, they build absolutely nothing, as I've said before. And in the Obama era... The commanding officers at the chain of command, in my view, have got to be purged out of our Pentagon and military, dishonorably discharged if need be, but immediately taken out because down to the rank of captain, we have an infected military, an infected Pentagon, in my view, and they're also part of the problem. So this is the infamous fun we in show if you just tuned in. Thor is the god of lightning and thunder. From Old Norse, 
He's a hammer-wielding god associated with thunder, lightning, storms, sacred groves, and trees, strength, the protection of mankind, and also fertility in a strong nation. Never forget that. We are so proud to be broadcasting as I brokered a deal with Blog Talk Radio, and here we are. This is fantastic. I want to play a few promos that I used to play on the radio here in Phoenix, and we'll now start with this one. Get it going here. We will try here on our illustrious deal. Well, it'll come here in a minute. My engineer is telling me it's going to be coming here very, very soon. Folks, we have a lot to talk about tonight. We have a two-hour show, but never forget that we are a world at war. here tonight we do appreciate you and this is our pirate radio show of the infamous final show now if you like what you hear we are always looking for more donors and sponsors for the show you can always reach me on twitter at the von Weehent show also i have a patreon account facebook you can donate there remember we got to keep the lights on we my whole goal is to expand the show so we're always looking for new sponsors and donors, and that's what we really need to get going. My whole job here is to expand the show, our influence over the country, and to seize more radio stations coast to coast. We want to seize more bandwidth. We want to seize more Internet streaming, and it all takes money. The almighty Uncle Sam Greenback. So, again, if you like what you're hearing, please Consider being a donor to the show. I've got many now. Uh, you can go to Facebook, to, uh, Facebook excuse me, and donate. Uh, I'm also on PayPal, Patreon, etc. And you can always find me on the Internet. And many of you have already found the show. And we're very, very glad that you have. Thousands of you have, in fact. Now, the main sponsor of the Von Weehan Show is Wolf Productions. Now, Wolf Productions is a fantastic um, business. 
What they do is voiceovers. And let me tell you this. If you have a business or a charity office or maybe uh, a, a party or a private function, have you ever wanted a celebrity voice impersonator or funny MC to host your corporate event, your company, your birthday, special anniversary maybe, or a charity function? Well, now you can with Wolf Productions. Mr. Wolf is a veteran in the entertainment business of celebrity-style voiceovers and doing corporate and company events and birthday parties for years. Please call him up. Please call up Mr. Wolf. For your entertainment needs or corporate corporate functions at 480-271-4781 or text him at that number. Mr. Wolf loves emails. So you can always email him as well at and write this down, get out pen and paper, bgw dot advo a d v o at gmail.com. It's real easy to inquire and just let him know that what kind of event you would like him to host. Make it fun. Make it memorable. Make it very exciting. Hire a Mr. Wolf for celebrity voice impersonations, and he will bring the house down and be happy, more than happy, to assist you and make your next special event and dreams a big success and memorable for all. This guy's been sending me audio and video for years, and it's hysterical. He's really, really good. Today he sent me a audio clip, uh, a comedy sketch of Rodney Dangerfield, one of my favorite comedians, and uh, it's hilarious. Again, it's Wolf Productions. He is the Valley's premier celebrity impersonator. That is Wolf Studio Productions. You can write this down or just dial 480 2714781 he can make national appearances for the right price remember rich little back in the 80s and late 70s he's kind of like in that genre can do john stewart ronnie dangerfield jack nicholson he can do all the stars or the vast majority he can do johnny carson he can do jay leno um, he can do a lot of things. And the guy's really funny and hilarious. So call today or contact the station or contact me anywhere you find me for more details. And thank you and keep America first. Again, that's Wolf Productions, bgw.advo at gmail.com. Now, one thing that also Wolf Productions did is he, he, he did an audio called Buzz and Zip. It's about two flies on their fantastic journey. Buzz and Zip is an audio book made up by Wolf Productions. So please contact Mr. Wolf to incorporate this child's promo play into your school curriculum, possibly, into a film, a video, or even a new Hollywood movie. I think this would be an excellent children's movie if you're listening out there in L.A., Hollywood, guys. That's Buzz and Zip, about two flies who get into all kinds of trouble and mischief specifically created by yours truly at the one and only Wolf Productions. Now, having said that, we are going to bring on Mr. Wolf and get him on the air. Mr. Wolf, are you there tonight? Yes, sir, Mr. Weehunt. How are you? Doing great. Von Weehunt in the house. 
I am broadcasting from my secret underground clandestine lair and location. And I was just telling the good folks about you and Wolf Productions. Tell us more. Absolutely. Well, we're very excited about it. We've been working on the project for quite a while, and uh, the kids like it, and we adults like it too. And basically, we just want to connect up with some a uh, few more people on the production end of things. And as far as it goes with the book and the book sales, that can be found at uh, um, Google Play, um, Barnes and Noble Online, um, and various other online and and some of the brick and mortar stores as well that carry the book itself and the ebook. Uh, our our flying audio book is coming out shortly. We're going to get it set up on the right platform there. And uh, we're doing just a little bit more tweaking on the website, and that'll be coming up too, buzzandzip.com, when it's ready. So basically, we're excited about it. It's still just getting ready to, to get everything pushing out and pushing forward here. But we're doing everything we can in the meantime, and uh, we're going to have more episodes coming. It's an edutainment project. It's a series, and it has been it's been wonderful putting it together, just the reactions from people, from kids to adults all along the way here. And we're just very excited about where it's going. Oh, I think it's great, man. I think it's awesome. I actually heard Buzz and Zip audio. I mean, that to me has got huge potential. But, folks, any kind of uh, promos or MC, master of ceremonies, I know you're out there. We are reaching tens of thousands of people tonight. And uh, they, they're, they're, they've been emailing me before the show. They've been texting me, chomping at the bit to hear the Von Wehunt show and, of course, you from Wolf Productions there. And um, what's your thoughts about all this mayhem, man? It's been going on out there in the streets of America, you know? This is unbelievable. This is really uh, something that is unprecedented. If you look at what's happening in Seattle, and I have friends up there as well, uh, taking over part of the city with hoodlums walking yes. around with automatic weapons. It's, it's just, uh, you, you wonder what's going to happen next, because this can't just stay the way it is. The mayor flees and abandons her post, basically, and other people yes. are up there with their businesses and their lives saying, what the hell is going on? I know. You know, I've, I've been telling folks this for years that in a crunch, I hate to say it, but the mayor's going to vacate and get out of town. They're going to leave you high and dry. We've already seen this. The, the, the playbook for the new Obama-style community policing is they, they have a little line. They go, don't cross that line. And the protesters cross it, and the police go back and retreat. And they then, then when the real trouble happens, the Molotov cocktails, the stoning, uh, the, they run inside the precinct, and they go right out the back door. And they go, we're getting the hell out of here because the captain's already gone. The captain's on the mayor payroll in a lot of these Democrat cities. And, and that's why they've torched, I believe, uh, one or two of those precincts there in Minneapolis. I believe it was two on the latest news that I heard. But my point is, yeah, they're going to stick around, folks, to protect you. And Wolf is right. It's like, you know, I mean, I, 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 I wish we weren't talking about this stuff, but – Again, I'm a guy where I meet challenges head-on. I believe you have to, and you have to look at the reality of the situation, man. I mean, it's it's terrible, you know? I mean, I, well, I, I was saying that if you live in Seattle, if you live in Minneapolis, and if you're 
of, of you know, middle to right wing or right of center. Get the hell out of there because the mob is going to finger you. They're going to know where you're at. They're going to point in your direction. They're going to say, that's a conservative house. That's a conservative business. We met this guy. We don't like him. Get him. Attack him. Just like that. And we've seen those videos on Twitter constantly, Wolf. And, uh, you know, we all hope cooler heads prevail, but I'm not sure, man. You know? Your thoughts. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. It it looks like we see in third world countries. It is a strange thing. It is very scary. And I realize that they've got about six blocks taken up right now. But you say, how long can they keep this up? And what else are they trying to take? And how long will the president just stand by and say, okay, you know, it's time to send in some experts to deal with this situation, which is what might be happening soon. And many people hope that it will. But we know that there's a lot of people that are armed in this country. They have a right to be. And this is the exact thing why they're armed and why they're getting ready to deal with those in this insurrection against the citizens mode that they're in right now, which makes no sense. And it is, yes. Blue, blue counties, blue states, where sadly enough, you look at who's running them, and it is Democrats. And I'm not a Democrat or a Republican, so I'm not coming at anybody in a biased factor, but I'm saying look at the facts. This is so bad, and it makes our, our leaders there look like buffoons. We need a CBC, a Center for Buffoon Control. That's what we really need in a lot of places, my friend. I love it. Yeah, we really, really do. I mean, I told people, people that I was, uh, I've always told folks, I am way ahead, and this is not making myself any person of grandiose stature, but I am ahead of people on one point, most people, on the on the political edge. I've always been five, ten years ahead, and don't get me wrong, we all go get you know, to the sports bar, get some wings and beer, get a pizza, go to shows, go to sports events. Oh, yeah, we love that, right? Travel. I go to the Vegas Strip, but I've always picked up on this undercurrent. And I'm really good at picking up on the subterranean undercurrent. This stuff was brewing the minute Obama took office in 2008. Obama in his eight years destroyed and hollowed out this country on purpose, by design. He emboldened all these militant people who years ago, we knew they were out there, right? But they were always on the fringe. They were, they were one step away from being arrested and put in the county jail. Nobody would see them for the most part, you know, or they would at least learn their lesson. Maybe some would get rehabilitated, doubtful, but maybe some would over time. But we always knew that it was out there. And I, what I noticed was, Obama was purposely emboldening these people, telling them, look at me. I'm now your president. I'm one of you. If you're a militant Democrat, you know, take to the streets. And that's he he created Ferguson. He created Baltimore and Chicago and the Dallas shootings. And he he encouraged people. It's people always say you don't have to have an overt act. You can encourage people. People forget the. The presidential, you know, that, uh, that stage, Wolf, is very powerful. What you say as the president, it's like throwing a rock in a pond, man, and the ripple effect goes for eons, you know, for 
millions of miles all through the universe. So whatever the president utters, every word is listened to, dissected, and analyzed. And in the case of Obama, I think a lot of this is his fault. Your thoughts? I, from what we've seen in the past, that's exactly true. The thing that we've seen also from even other newscasters or supposed newscasters that are out there that are on the, the left side, uh, they are more like comedy stand-up people doing a little bit of news. They always look for the angle that's against the president. They always try to make him look like a fool, which makes our country look stupid to other countries who don't like us and who are adversarial to us. It is not smart at all to give up your leaders in front of other people. I don't mean that everybody has to have a united front about everything because we know that won't happen. Just because it says United States, it means we're united by boundaries, not united by everybody's political views. We know that. But to attack your own president and not work together is, is just sheer stupidity. That is, that is telling everyone else that we're just up for grabs. And that's a scary thing, too, considering we are, we are one of the greatest nations on the face of the earth because of God making us that way. And we have a purpose. We have a purpose here. And that shouldn't be forgotten. But we have too many living forgetting why we're here and that we are to, to give an example and be an example in front of others. I agree, man. I really, really, we have a lot of callers. Please hold folks. We'll get you on, on, on the air. And Wolf, I totally agree. Um, you know, we want the country successful. We want the people inside the country successful. You know, I chatted about this the other day. And uh, that's our sincere hope. We have people in this country that want to purposely, it is their agenda. I know this is hard for a lot of you that are not politically savvy to understand because, like I used to joke on the radio, I said, put down the pizza slice, put down that extra basket of wings, listen to talk radio. We're the last thing you got in the nation. You no longer have the newspapers. They're bought and sold, seen ends, the, you know, like the communist broadcasting news network. We've got uh, all the other ones are all mainstream, liberal, Democrat. They only talk about the Democrat talking points. And so it's really a pathetic situation. But, folks, this is a Von Wehunt production tonight in the infamous epic live blog talk episode two of the legendary cult classic radio show which bears my name. With a start date of 6-11-2020, your favorite show. And this is the triumphant return of the Von Wehunt Show Encore Special presentation tonight. We have Wolf Productions on. We've got Irish Pirate in the holding pen chomping at the bit to come out. But I will say this. Hail victory, my comrades. I had 181 radio episodes on KFNX, 1100 AM in Phoenix for four years. But since this is a new live streaming internet medium, I have done the calculations. I have taken out my calculator and I have stated that we will start a new final countdown tonight with the episodes, the live blog talk episodes. And thus, this is the live broadcast episode two of the show. And with that ado, let's bring in, and Wolf, don't go anywhere, 
Let's bring in the Irish Pirate live. He was a regular caller on the Von Weehan show. I know he has a lot to talk about. Irish, are you there tonight? I have no idea where to begin, but I do know that, that when you're going to bring me on, at least the level of energy is going to go sky high because knowing yes. that it's live, knowing that it's international versus just saturating Phoenix should be interesting. Yeah, so we're going to reach – we've already – look, our, our numbers are really going up. We're getting – when I – this is a – I am your host and producer, and my engineer is here in my studio, and we broadcast. This is a live streaming show, folks. Our call sign is the bandwidth of this internet radio station, Blog Talk Radio. From here, the show will get uploaded to Dark Sky, Podomatic, SoundCloud, Twitter, Facebook, and other portals that I am brokering with. And our reach right now on Dark Sky alone, Irish, our listenership is about seventy to 75,000 listens per week, which is really fantastic. And during the height of COVID-19, I had about 120,000 listens of our prior retro shows when everybody was shut in. And believe it or not, New York City was the number one listener for about three weeks in a row. So, uh, carry on, sir. I'll let you uh, have the floor and chime in. Again, it's it's tough to know where to start. Between the gap of where you and I were not in Phoenix to now, so many things have happened that you almost have to summarize. Uh, I think my biggest concern right now is that the agenda that's running, uh, the last piece of paper that said they were going to do it like this, was 1962, which is currently being covered by Alex Jones as uh, State Department Resolution 7277. We've discussed that yes. before. But more recently, uh, of course, the United, the United States has taken down other countries before, and they're proud to admit it, or at least the jerks are. And they have a playbook for that. It's 17 plays long. And we're at play number 15 of 17 as if they were taking down this country like it was some third world nation. And yes. now at least I get it. And believe me, step number 16 and step number 17 are not things you want to go through right now. So my job is to, first of all, say, I got your number. We're going to expose you for what you are. And as Von Wehan likes to say, this is a world at war, not just Phoenix, not just Arizona, not just right. the United States. So therefore, we are a world at war. We are. Not that I want it to be. We all seek peace. I know Wolf agrees with that. And Wolf, you and Irish can meet right. on on the show here tonight. Well, and I served in our military, and I and I kicked ass. I was the go-to guy. R and D when dealing with the enemy. Believe me, I seek peace. I know what they're capable of. The last thing I want to do is escalate myself to a level where I'm vulnerable. It's not necessary. It shouldn't be. Right. But here we are. You're challenging us to do so. Number one, by sheltering in place, and that way we know where you're at. I mean, I'm tempted after submitting where I was for the census to just move. <laughs> just to be able to get away from, no, I'm not going to I need you. Well, that's what I meant when I said 
itself balkanized. If you're living, folks, in a in a Democrat city or state, and I know you're listening, I know you're out there, and, and if if you feel encroached on, if you feel that your life is literally in danger walking from your door to your driveway, you need to get the hell out of there. And I mean that because the mob, I've told you repeatedly, these mobs are deadly serious. And unfortunately, we, like I, like me and a wolf were talking the, the other night and um, about, you know, we weren't raised to, to uh, focus in on, on pigmentation or skin color as a kid. We were raised to, you know, to treat, you know, to uh, get along with the kids and treat everyone fairly, et cetera, blah, 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 right? The problem is Democrats have seized on race, and you have to be racial, at least, on the right wing because these people see, oh, it's a white guy. It's a white girl. Attack them. And they don't want to walk up to you logically or rationally. They're not there to debate your ass. They're there to kill you. They're there to maim you, at least shake you, and humiliate you in front of a crowd while they film it, by the way, and then they'll upload it to YouTube and laugh about you while you're in the hospital. This has happened a hundred times now. So I keep telling Americans, get your head on a swivel. It's not that we seek that. They are attacking us. And you've got to get in a defensive posture. We want everyone to do well. Again, that's why I was saying we've got to get this economy back going because a lot of these people need to get sucked up with jobs and start paying their bills, and that will eliminate a good third of it. Your thoughts, Irish? Oh, yeah. And while we're sitting there labeling you all these things, I mean, they're labeling me the same thing. I do look like a white guy. And, well, I kind of sound like one on occasion, but they don't know that I was speaking Spanish at age five. They don't know that I was playing horse with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar at age three. They, I mean, I didn't see any race there. <laughs> I mean, these are the types of things that go on. So in my lifetime, I had no idea. I, I even went into the military totally naive about race and had to find out the hard way. And so now... Oh, yeah, I'm adamant about racial equality. It's just that this is not the way to go about it. And I've even had to uh, talk down to my own family about it. Um, And the neat thing is I'm a monster debater, and I could usually shut it down with one response. And I wish I could do that for people that are insanely, absolutely committed to an effort that cannot work, has never worked, and they don't even question where it came from. John Weehan, you and I question everything. Everything. Yes, I mean, we do. And Just Wolf does too. The doesn't even believe it right up front. It's like, where did he come from with that? Are you sure he wasn't, uh, you know, there's a lot of enemies close to him that might have given him the wrong information. We check. We double check. And we respond. We're, we're supposed to be talking on this social media and not following orders on it. That'd be a nice right. thing to do, wouldn't it? Right. But Wolf, what are your thoughts yeah. about that? Let's get Wolf in here. Yeah, well, in regards to everything that's going on, I think it's interesting, just like uh, we hear about Black Lives Matter, the one who started it, I heard, had basically been pushed out, if that's not correct, and I apologize, but I've heard this 
which means if that person who originally started is not in it anymore, who is in that place and what are they doing? What is their purpose? And I know there's a lot of shouting and there's a lot of violence going on right now. And people need to look at that and really ask the question, what is this that's going on? Other than what's being said, what's the purpose and what will be the final outcome of this whole prep and this whole situation that they're driving for? I know that it makes many other people who are not racist, for crying out loud, we're from the same race, hello, unless you're aliens, we're all from the same race, there's different ethnicities, but there are people that are being called racist who are not, and this makes them very upset and very uncomfortable, and if we tear down all our statues and take everything down in this country, even to those who were slave owners, and I'm not standing up for slave owners, I've never had slave owners, not in our family or anywhere else, but if we erase our past, we're destined to repeat it in the future. That is what, I mean, that's even even a, a rule in verbiage from a long time ago. We're destined to repeat the past if we forget what it was. We should remember and we should realize that this country has been able to correct a lot of its mistakes. Tell me other countries that do this. China, Russia, come on, let's be honest about it. Who, who corrects their mistakes more in that sense and can move on from there? Right. Exactly. It's like I've always said this, and, we, and, we, and you and I had a nice conversation about this, and Irish and I have talked before, too, that, um, look, we want a chicken in every pot, okay? Look, we have millions of people we all acknowledge have no business, in my view, even being here. We have millions of illegal immigrants but the, here's, here's the deal, man. It's like we all know this to be true. Nobody in D.C. has got the balls or the cojones to do a damn thing about it. Administration after administration comes in, and everyone talks a big game. Trump talked a big game. I, I keep telling people I hope when he wins re-election, the gloves come off. He has to play nice right now. The guy is being attacked from all sides, you know, all against the middle, six ways to Sunday, as Schumer would say. But my point is we have a lot of people that, um, that we are stuck with that, look, I'll be blunt and even break it down further. It's not about kumbaya anymore. We have actual Latino gangs, MS-13, that have come over that border with Arizona and Mexico. Okay? Capiche? They've come over. It's documented. It's done. Anyone can Google it. We have the Somalian mafia was imported by Obama into Minnesota. Okay. We've got um, Russian mob. We've got Jamaican mob in Florida. We have all these mafiosos that have come here. And the problem is we are losing control of this country. And if, if people, it's not about us turning the other cheek or, you know, look, that works in a nice society. I would think anyone's looked at the news in the last month, and can, we can clearly say we don't really have a nice society, unfortunately, in many parts of the country. We, we want that. But uh, let's bring on Brett the Surfer as well. And let me get him on the line here. <laughs> Brett, are you there? Let's get Brett the Surfer on, man. Is this Brett? Can you hear me? Yes. 
You're live. How are you, Vaughn? Yes. I'm alive. Hey, this is great. (laughs) (laughs) Folks, this is Brett the Surfer, who is also a regular on the show. And he's always got a lot of good things to talk about. Surfing the waves out there, man. And uh, I got Irish here on, on the show. We have Wolf, our sponsor of Wolf Productions. And just say hi to everybody and tell us briefly your thoughts about the current state of affairs, man. Hello, everybody. Uh, uh, good to be here this evening. Uh, it is very interesting, man, with this pandemic that's been going on since around March. Uh, I don't know. It really hit probably March 10th or something, uh, 12th. But but then with these riots and with, uh, um, you know, defunding the police department, you know, and, um, it, it is. It's becoming crazy. Uh, yeah, yeah. I had a had a friend of mine this the other day had mentioned you were talking about the mafia that is here, and he was saying, "Man, I kind of wish the mafia was running New York again in Chicago." Well, we, um, we, yeah, we we want the uh, Italian mafia. The dumbest thing our government and FBI ever did is go against the Italian mafia, and they brought in every other third world mafia in the world. So they got rid of the host one, but they brought in everybody else. So you're not any further down the road, man. In fact, you brought in the worst yeah. elements of the mafia. I mean, those other guys, at least the Italians had a code, right? And the Godfather, and they really, really did. And they really do. The other ones have no code, man. They don't care if they, if they do a drive-by and they kill everybody. Where the mafia was more targeted. If you owed them money or if you dissed yeah. them, they went after you normally alone, mano to mano, okay? Well, these other groups, other criminal elements, they don't give a rat's ass, to be blunt. And you we know, see that yeah, now. And look at look at Seattle, how they these this uh, Antifa, well, we're taking over this area of Washington, or is it part of Seattle? I think it's part of Seattle uh, that they're taking over. And uh, they tried to do that with Sturgis. I think we're going to be at Sturgis. And I think the, the Hells Angels, I was reading an article, the Hells Angels said, oh, really? Well, we'll be there in force. And they said, yeah, I don't, we don't think we'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, man. I got a question for yeah. Irish and for, uh, and for Brett. Have you guys ever heard of Wolf Productions? No. That's Not our today. Show. Not till today, yeah. We have the infamous Mr. Wolf here on 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 the show. He's here. How are you, Mr. Hey. Wolf? Hey, good evening. I'm great. How are you, my friend? Doing wonderful, man. Great tonight. Stay that way. Yeah. Stay that way, brother. <laughs> well, Wolf, yeah. tell, tell the audience, give them out your, uh, your uh, phone number and your website so they can reach you. Okay. Well, right now the website is still in production. It's still in uh, – we're actually looking for another IT person here to fill in, uh, but the way they can reach me, Wolf Productions, is uh, bgw.advo at gmail if they still want to inquire about anything uh, as far as, you know, voice work is or getting, like, say, a celebrity greeting for somebody's birthday or anniversary. You know, some people love, love it. Uh, different greetings for their parents, like uh, <laughs> John Wayne. You get a personal message from John Wayne or Elvis Presley and – you know, different people on that end, uh, they can inquire and find out the other celebrities that are uh, are available for them. 
uh, and a number to reach uh, by uh, speaking or voicemail would be a 480-271-4781. And just ask for Mr. Wolf. And if he doesn't answer by chance, you get a voicemail. It checks it frequently, and we'll get back to you and uh, take care of whatever the situation is. So thank you. I well, love that's it. great. Yeah, man, uh, Brett, uh, Brett's been surfing the waves. I know Irish Pirates has been a busy. And, folks, if you've just tuned in, this is the Von Wien Show, the infamous and legendary episode number two, our live blog talk events. And now I call it the Fuhrer Bunker Broadcast because America's under siege, man. And it, it is America with a K right now. We're trying to get back to America with the C, right? That was the 50s, yeah. 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, early 2000s maybe. But I kid people when I tell them that I changed the, the wording of America when this country elected the Marxist Barack Hussein Obama. It started, a lot of this crap that we're seeing started with him. So we are under siege. We are, that's why it's the Fuhrer so I am your Germanic warlord of the radio airwaves. We talk about America, civil unrest, civil war, COVID-19, riots, looting, the future of America, China, geopolitics, breaking news, current events, you name it. And the situation right now in the nation is absolutely crazy. Irish, what are your thoughts? So have you been listening here for a little bit? Um, I would just like to introduce the show to Mr. Lone Wolf now that he understands he's got a skill set. He needs to know that we've got a skill set. And the number one thing I can promise you here, there are two things I primarily represent for the Von Wehunt Show. Number one, I am a military analyst and have been for decades. Uh, my degree is in radio, TV, and film. I am a sound engineer by degree, by pedigree. And better yet, when we start making predictions, for example, Von Wehunt is the first person in my life to step out and say, forget it. Donald Trump goes all the way. He was the first one to do it. And that's the nature yes, that of the people that call into this show. And so well, yes, I would is. like to extend the evening. Welcome to the party, because it's just beginning. <laughs> We've been writing right on a lot of things for a very long time. And we love the way it used to be. And even though it may not get exactly that way, we're going to fight for the good parts that used to be. Because we know we lived it, we experienced it, and it's still in our blood. The exhilaration of actually being free, at least in your own mind, was done here better than anywhere else. And as you said earlier, this is the one country that does fix itself when given the opportunity. Nobody else does that. I've lived overseas. It, it, you know, I mean, when something goes wrong, it stays wrong. <laughs> but not here. We get mad. We go out and we fix it if we're allowed to do it. And believe me, we want to do it. Um, but, you know, it does take time. I mean, Von Wehunt's case, it takes money to fix it. And we're willing to do whatever it takes to take what we need to do for the willing. And there it is. The opportunity has never been better. And here we are as a group. I love the fact that we're talking three, four, five people at a time. This is even better than the typical talk show where one person squeezes in time edgewise in front of 42,000 commercials 
usual of pointing in the wrong direction. Yeah, this is it, man. This is where we should be headed. And, uh, well, it's funny you mentioned that because what I was telling folks was on KFNX was it's a great station. Everyone's been asking me. My goal was to be airing live there on January first. Um, it's a good station. They had some new change of ownership there, and I know they have their own program schedule. I'm still in contact and negotiations with KFNX and other radio stations, but the more I analyzed it here at the house, um, look, everyone's charging a lot of money now. They're getting a little greedy in my book. Every station across the board, when I approach 20 stations, 25 stations, people say, where are you at? Where are you at? I said, I am negotiating. I called LA. I called Denver is a possibility. But the more I analyzed it, Dallas, Seattle, Portland, all the ones in Phoenix, I sat back and went, you know, the best way we're going to do this, I am going to set up myself as a radio station, design my studio, which took months of technical glitches and a lot of work behind the scenes. So now we are able to have you all on. Like Irish is right. It used to be, I used to tell folks, you know, stand up and state your business because when you're on live, on, on what I call corporate traditional radio, you might have two minutes, three minutes max. You can't hem-haul around. I, mean, I got to cut you off and move on. We had a tight schedule, and a few people don't even know that when you're on a one-hour radio show, you're really on 56 minutes. So they cut mm-hmm. you about three, four minutes a night for commercials. Look, radio isn't free. Everyone knows that. I mean, if you're a big... Um, you know, fan of the show, I ask everybody if you can donate to the show. We still have bills to pay. It's just that I have restructured everything and re-engineered everything to broadcast from this studio. And now I've got radio stations that are going, hey, hey, do you want to come over here? And I go, to be blunt, um, your prices are too high. And you I don't priced me out of the out, yeah. Well, you I don't mind the drive through the urban assault jungle. I my I used to joke my my Panzerwagen used to get stoned on the way to the KFNX station in downtown Phoenix by the militant mob, the rioters. I was down there live, and I enjoyed every minute of it because uh, my car's got the scrapes and the dings to prove it. You know, um, I used to kid people go, I'm I'm half serious when I am driving in my urban assault panzer wagon to the radio station. I'm not kidding you. And I and on top of that, as you know, Brett, we used to broadcast uh-huh. at night. And I only yes. want to broadcast at night. So when I was talking to all these stations, just a little short history here, they only wanted to put me on at seven, eight, nine o'clock in the freaking morning. When everyone's asleep or hungover, I go, I could wake them up, but it's not worth your price, man. And I go, look, look, this is a night show. Always been a night show. I'm a night owl. I'm a night hawk. And this show and the content is, I'm sorry, it's too much for your average rhino talk radio guy or gal in Phoenix <laughs> sipping their morning coffee. They don't yeah, really want exactly. to – they'll freak out, man, when they even hear the music. 
What the hell is that, Margaret? Who are these people? <laughs> Who the hell is this Ron Wiegand guy? Well, screw him. <laughs> when they hear things they don't like. They'll say, no, screw you. And the horse you rode in on. But literally, that's the long and short of it, man. But, uh, I mean, that's the why, reason why I decided, you know what? We're going to recreate a studio. We're going to reinvent the wheel. And actually, like, like Iris said, it will be better in the sense of more yeah. interaction, which I built into <laughs> this studio, which we couldn't do before. Yeah, on top of that, I would – Wolf, it was amazing, man. I would broadcast live, and we got constantly electronically harassed. I know it's from the NSA or CIA. I'd say every third or fourth show got electronically harassed. They would say – the engineer would say, hey, man, everything was working great till you got here. We were doing fine. <laughs> and the minute we'd go live, freaking sparks would fly out of the machine. He goes, it's you. I said, I know it's me. They're trying to blunt and stop our message because I'm a nationalist. I'm not your rhino guy. I keep telling you, get away from those rhino talk show hosts. They're all over America. They're well-meaning people. In my view, they're well-intentioned, you know, and again, I enjoy their show. I love Rush Limbaugh. I listen to a lot of these guys. Um, Art Bell was my iconic figure, but I won't name the other guys that, are, that I view as rhinos, but they know who they are and they're listening and they won't go too far down that branch. You notice they'll say something and they stop themselves. Self-censorship kicks in. They run right back to the tree branch. Because they are scared. They have program directors who will give them that evil eye from the engineering booth. Say, oh, don't go. Don't talk about race or, or the Bolsheviks. Or all we're going to talk about is um, we're going to hold hands, sing Kumbaya, duck our heads, and hope better days are in the future. Well, that worked in the 80s. It's, it, it worked you know, it, it worked back in the day. It ain't going to work going forward, folks. And that's my message. So let's start with uh, Irish. Hey, what are your thoughts here, man? Thank you, I bud. I got three comments. Number one, they raise the prices on you just exactly like socialism doesn't work. They like to tax everybody, which means the poor get ripped off the most. And that's exactly what they did. They were after the independent talk show hosts saying, you guys are going to have to pay triple. Everybody else, you know, it's a bump of the road. You know, these mega markets. I mean, as soon as they took shows like yours, and, and there are about three or four other very patriotic shows, who's replacing them? Jesse Jackson, you know, some weirdo trying to tell you that uh, the race issues that are going on with the single biggest thing that's ever happened in the United States history. I want to call in and just tell you you're a liar. That's all I want to do. So the first thing is, it's, it's a very social thing to be in prices like that. The second thing is... Yeah, I'm in the trenches, yes. man. I know. Yeah, the Go ahead. The thing is, they need their own bed, and they're going to lie in it. Because the ratings for those shows that they've brought in are through the floor. It's a joke when the news comes on at the top of the hour and CBS calls themselves original programming, original newscasting. 
there's nothing original when you guys are in lockstep with every other station in town. That's not original. I, I mean, by That's definition, right. you know, the original yeah. news is actually talking to the people that do it. I teach children when I'm here. It's something we also need to bring up. I'm in the fishbowl, and so is Vaughn Weehunt. Everything we do is being listened to by lots of people. And some people, honestly, like one ex-girlfriend said about me once, I really think if you want to understand him, think about a cartoon character. He, I mean, <laughs> human beings do this much energy. And that's where we're at. The, the people that have brought each other out because we need each other are the ones that are on this show. And, that's, and we all have our part to play. There's an order to it. And I love the parts that I play on this show. I miss it. The number one thing I want back is to be able to be the analyst, to be the guy that actually knows what the Bible says about the issue. That's me. Feel free to ask, by the way, because I want to tell you a, a nation that was – the actual Constitution says the creator is the guy that's in charge here. It only lists his one job. Now, if you look at the Declaration of Independence, he's got ten more jobs. But right now, we could just, for those of you that can't handle the God issue, hey, the creator's in charge of your law. Get used to it. Because you mess with him, and there has to be something above these people. These people are corrupt. And I am corruptible to a certain level. You could, you know, you could buy me pizza or something and keep me quiet for a night. (laughs) (laughs) A individual is going to put up with what's going on right now. They're going to speak out, and they're going to find a way unless they're shut off, unless they're told they can't get the message out. Von Wehunt not only redoubled, but he found a way to make himself even more independent than he already was. And that's the Exactly. That, that's the genius. Irish, you nailed it. As usual, that's exactly it. They thought they were going to shut me out. Everyone's quoting me these sky-high prices. They're all looking for suckers and and again, I love KFNX 1100. I listen to them every day. They're a great station. Uh, me and Francis are good friends. He's a great guy. The problem is when you lose 51% control of anything, uh, a new guy comes in. Again, well-meaning, well-intentioned. Uh, it's still a very good talk talk radio station. And I'm trying to get back there on, on some level. I've offered them my services multiple times, and we're still talking. But the bottom line is, and and not so much them, but – all the other stations in the Valley who think they're so hot, they all sent me these, um, these um, bids, triple, triple what I was paying before for airtime. Everyone forgets, radio, we're always buying the airtime. It's not free. We're buying it. Even now we're buying it. But at least with Blog Talk, I reinvented the wheel here. And in the sense of uh, I'm an independent guy. And – Irish Pirates, right. I'm even more independent now, which probably to their chagrin, they're pissed off because they can't pigeonhole me. On top of that, I negotiated a two-hour show with Blog Talk, not one hour. So we have a two-hour show, 8 to 10 every Thursday. How about those apples? Oh, yeah. That's great, Vaughn. And uh, they're gonna they're gonna ask for you back. It's just a matter of time. So January, that's a good that's a good uh, 
good point, uh, a good goal to have, because I think before then they're going to be like, look, uh, bomb might be coming. January 1st of 2020, and I was ready to come back, and then everything changed effective midnight, January 1st. When the new owners came in, again, well, great, great guys, well, well-intentioned. I get what they're doing. For them, they want to bring in, look, they want to make it into more of a cash cow, and they want more syndication money. I get it. I really, really do. I, 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 I get what, what they're doing. They, they, they want to make it more profitable for them. Obviously, that's what you do the first two or three years or at least the first year when you buy a new business, you want to kind of milk it a bit. You want to get back to your initial investment. It's business 101. I get it. I think you're right, though. I think in time things will change when they realize the realities of the Phoenix Scottsdale market. Now, we're one of the biggest media markets in the uh, country, believe it or not, top five. But, um, again, it's a great station. There are many others. But all these stations, man, I, I mean, it's even worse in California. I call the, you know, the Greater Inland Empire. They're based in San Bernardino, which is a hellhole, actually. Call that guy, the station chief. And he goes, oh, yeah, I'll put you on to the air tomorrow, but I want X amount of dollars. And I go, you got to be kidding me. We're not buying a Jaguar here, man. We're just trying to air a radio show, for God's sakes. I mean, what are you smoking out there? I mean, not quite that much, but a lot of money. I mean, a lot of money per hour and I'm going, no, we're not doing that. When they start charging more than attorneys, it's a red flag. <laughs> were they and attorneys aren't more cheap, than right? Attorneys? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Really? For radio wow. hour. To me, I I'm sorry, I I tell these guys, I am the guy that walks away from the table. I am that bastard. I am that guy. <laughs> you don't have me pigeonholed. I will say thank you. Have a nice day. They go, where are you going? I'm leaving. What does it look like? I'm walking back to my car. I'm not buying today. I'm sorry. What? What? I go, I'm not buying. Your price is too freaking high. And that really, look, that's indicative of the entire economy. If you've got a business and you find out that you're, look, everyone has their margin of profit. You're entitled to that, man. 1,000%. But don't gouge people. And you you know when you're being gouged. And as everyone knows, I try to keep the show cost-effective as possible. And that's why now I can give all my great colorful cast of characters and and callers <laughs> and great sponsors more airtime, baby. So now we can, we can actually have a longer show, and um, it's even better the way I designed it, but I had to really build this brick by brick. And uh, here we are. So it took me about six months because really January, about February or so, I realized at the St. Valentine's Day massacre that (laughs) the old show people were dead and I had to move on mafioso style. And I did. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, let's get Wolf in here. Um, He's got Wolf Productions, again, as the uh, sponsor of the show. And I want to get uh, – we'll start with Wolf and Irish and Brett. I want to read something to you guys, and I want to get your, your one-minute, two-minute spiel. And then this is what I wrote on Twitter. Weakness is not strength. Confessing sins for which you bear no guilt is not noble. 
It makes me sick to my stomach to see policemen taking me before barking, violent rioters who call them pigs to their face. This virtue signaling is pathetic, seeing sobbing white people asking for literal forgiveness from sadistic Black Lives Matter or Antifa demagogues and even kissing their boots as if this will somehow appease them or the violent mob behind them. Unbow your heads, America. No nation was ever saved or made better or progressed, quote-unquote, by kowtowing to the invaders. Get the hell off your knees, America. Stand up like a frickin' man. What are your thoughts about that? Let's go with Wolf. I am with you on that, and I know that these police officers do a lot, and they are faced with a lot, and it's it's just like we heard Paul Harvey describing a police officer in various me, various means saying that they have to be perfect, basically, or they're criticized heavily by others, but they do go out, and they are out there in the wee hours of the night to protect people. And we have forgotten, it seems like, what their job is because of the situation. Now, I don't know, and I never did meet or get to know um, this man that was that was killed. And I don't know what the situation with his with his him was. All right, but I realized that that tearing things apart and setting fire to things is not the solution, especially in many of these neighborhoods. I know that people have to stand up and do the right thing. I know that more and more people are tending to kowtow to certain ideals and go off another direction that feels good rather than doing what they should do. And that's a scary situation, too, because when people are driven in a a different direction than the direction they should be going, it's going to end up wrong. And where Seattle is right now, if you look at the way Seattle has ended up, this is an absolute wrong direction. This is crazy, okay? Yes. Anybody any good. And they've got people out there walking around taking IDs that are, that are carrying automatic weapons and all that stuff. The people that actually supposedly don't even like guns are out there, and they are carrying automatic weapons. So at this point, we've got to say, what does it take to do the right thing, okay? Even beyond loss. What does it take to do the right thing to keep our country where it should be? And many people are scared and they're bowing down and they're doing things that are going to be uh, non-productive in the future just because of the fact they're fearing doing the right thing right now. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Excellent point. Peer pressure, man. And Irish, your, your quick thoughts. Uh, Lone Wolf gets an A-plus on this count especially. Thugs don't (laughs) take safety courses. Thugs don't take target practice. They just go out (laughs) and take the weapon they've got and wantonly shoot people with it. Those of us who appreciate the gun actually look for the gun we want to have. Imagine ourselves defending our lives by knowing it's in our holster. It's in our homes. We literally see an opportunity for the so-called weapon to be nothing more than a safety tool that we know how to handle, we know how to use, they don't. They have no 
clue what it's for. All they know is it makes a loud noise and people get bloody and fall over. And that's what they know. And they go out and they try to prove it, saying, see, we told you the gun was this way. And the answer is no. See, when it's in the wrong hands, that person should be put behind bars and not allowed to have any guns. And that's, so that's, that's right. the point. Here comes my point. My daughter, unfortunately, is in Southern California, is being saturated with weirdos on online. Uh, I mean, it's just horrible what she, has, what she puts up with. And she came out and she said, well, it, Black Lives Matter has to be the right thing because race shouldn't be an issue. And my first response was, number one, the moment you try to take away in this country anyway, someone's life, liberty, or property, you don't deserve all three instantly. Boy, I wish I made that one up originally, but I didn't. That was Mark Walters. She had nothing to say. And then I, I doubled up on that. And I said, look, what you're telling me is, and I hate to tell you this, what you're giving me is a wish. That wish cannot be fulfilled this way. And that's all I'm going to tell you. I have enough friends that have infiltrated these people. We've got video. We've got documents. We know the people are at the top. We know everything. And it's all going to come down. The question is, are we going to bring down the country in the process of taking down a bunch of idiots? And the answer is, I'm going to hold the country fast because I don't think what they're doing actually can survive. I think they're already all in. They don't have a backup plan. And yeah. therefore, if you stop this man, it's all over. I like and that. So we don't do much to do, but we've got a lot to do. Don't have, don't right. have much purpose, yeah, but a lot to do to do it. So therefore, this is the place. Now is the time. And like I said, I, I had a, a ready answer for my own family. My brother doesn't get it either. I mean, he's. And wow. I'm even reading stuff now. I mean. There's stuff out there now, the COVID-19, there are actually nurses that actually have uh, the patients come in. She could show that the test said negative, and yet they told them positive. They, in other words, the doctors are lying. She confirmed it. And uh, the person who came out latest is Erin. She's an Army nurse. She was working in New York in that one particular, you know, flashbang worst area. And she was a real trooper. I mean, what a woman. That's what I can tell you right now. What a woman. Hey, feminist, what wow. a this one. You've got <laughs> your number. So then we got that going on. And here's, uh, let's see, InfoWars noticed right away we had those five funerals for George Floyd. Uh, I'm afraid that body didn't make it to all five. Uh, his claim is that several caskets were empty. Now comes out a congressional candidate in Missouri who says he didn't even die. The whole thing was fake. Uh, the guy <laughs> knew the MMA movement, so did George Floyd. Wow. I don't know. If people people say it's it's a false flag of it. A lot of people are saying Yeah. If she's even let's, get, uh, let's get Brett on here for a, for a second. Brett, what are, what are your thoughts, amigo? Well, well, when you talk about, uh, yeah, when you talk about that, uh, the knee, you know, yeah, I understand, um, you know, the message when it has a message, you know, and peace is always great, you know, but it, when you're bowing down, kind of like, go ahead, take control, you know, I'm, I, I'm, I'm submissive to you. I mean, to me, that kind of is, 
is uh, what that represents. But uh, um, when you were talking about uh, uh, Floyd and possible false flag, it's interesting that those two guys, Chauvin and Floyd, worked at the same bar. Now they're talking about they could have had a beef. Now, if you look at that closely, it's like, well, are you guys just making that up that it was a longstanding deal or were they actors that both worked at a bar? (laughs) Crisis actors. Right. Wow. (laughs) You know? I know. And see, a lot of people are saying there's a George Floyd false flag. It was to usher in riots. And we're going to talk about that after a little brief uh, intermission. I I always have a little, I I have designed and built in a little intermission on, on this show. So grab your beers, your adult beverages, or your, Agua, whatever. <laughs> We're going to return here in a, in a few moments to close out the show. Everyone stay online, and uh, we're going to have a little music here plan. And everyone take a little break. Be back in about a minute or so. And we have a lot more to talk about. All right, man. 30 more minutes worth. All right. So, folks, this is the Von Wien Show, Episode 2. America Under Siege, the Fuhrer Bunker broadcast, June 11th, 2020. Now, a lot of you folks are uh, fans of the show. We do appreciate that. This is a legendary cult classic radio show and your favorite show. We're glad you're here. Our sponsor is always Wolf Productions. And um, it's been crazy out there. We're not going to go anywhere. We've got 30 more minutes left. But... um, I'm going to grab me a, um, a beer here, I think. And uh, in the meantime, we'll play a little uh, rock and roll for you, okay? Hope you like this. Bye. that you love us as well. 
This is the Von Wien Show. Always legendary. We love the country. We want it to do well. And uh, that's the facts of the matter. Now, tonight I've got three great callers. I've got the Mr. Wolf of Wolf Productions. We've got Irish Pirate. We've got Breath the Surfer. We're going to bring them back on here in a moment. And um, for another 10, 15-minute round. And uh, we're just glad that you're all here tonight, folks. And we have, we're going to be airing here every Thursday at 8 o'clock. Okay, live. And eventually, we'll have some uh, special encore shows as well coming on. And um, we do pay our respects to our ancestors and the blood and soil for which they fought under many kings in Europe. And then they fought against the British superpower of England in 1776. I call this the truth of blood. In your name, wars have raged. Countless heroes have fallen. All trials of nature were overcome so that you may breathe. The idea that bore you, but its will alone has proven itself a force of nature, unstoppable in its desire, unyielding in its arrogance and seizure of power. You are a force of nature. You are a revolution. You are part of the Von Wehunt Army and Special Forces now. You have been inducted. This show will be broadcast on Dark Sky Radio and all over the Internet. Podomatic, Twitter, Facebook, other Internet radio sites, as I deem fit. We'll now bring back our illustrious, fantastic crowd. And uh, let's bring them back here live. Mr. Wolf, are you there? Yes, sir, I am present. Great, and we have the Irish Pirate here. Indeed we do. And we have Indeed. Brett the Surfer. I believe he I'm is here, surfing. Bob. We got him. Yes. Well, you know, part of the intermission, I have an ulterior motive. I will... I will Digress. I am also testing out my illustrious design of my engineering equipment, doing the whole, doing the bringing you on, being able to. I'm, I'm always testing the boundaries, right? Testing the software, making sure that my hardened Fuhrerbucker can withstand the siege of the militant rioters and looters and mob. <laughs> of the Democrat Party, is they will be descending, folks, on suburbia, and they've already done that. We had the riots in Scottsdale, $1 million in glass damage, this one American city, and they ran up the street and they attacked the car dealerships. I was not kidding you when I said the rioting Democrat mob, they're going to be descending like locusts, biblical-style Onto your neighborhood, you better get ready. You better be thinking outside the box. This is not 1985, okay, when we could say, oh, don't be a um, militant. Just, you know, listen to your new wave music and go watch a movie and, and pat them on the head. These people today want blood. And 
they basically are out of control. Uh, you can sit there all you want and analyze and try to be empathetic. Here's the, here's the deal. Empathy ends when you start to, to damage people and attack them and knife them and assault them and you riot. It ends when you burn down buildings. It ends when you attack property and you cause a lot of people in this country a lot of headaches and a lot of problems. I'll say if that's the way you want to win friends and influence people, you're going to come up against an iron fist in your face at some future point. People always ask me, guys, why hasn't the right wing done anything? Well, that answer to me is very simple. Because we sit back and wait. We're the lions of, of this country. The hyenas and the jackals dance around you, and they all want to get a piece of you, right? But yet we're the lions. Now, when we get mad, when we start, I tell these folks, be very careful what you wish for. There will be no stopping us. We don't do things in half measures, or no one's going to come up to me and say, that's not a measured response. (laughs) You know, I want to say, get the F out of my face. Because if it gets to that point, all I see is red, baby. And we exterminate the threat. We get rid of the threat. We will strike back. If we're attacked, we will strike back. And tell folks, you don't want that. You think you do. You think it's kind of cool, kind of edgy to taunt the right wing and, or the nationalists in the country. And you, in, so don't ever think that silence or, or, uh, or not doing something on cue is weakness. It's not. We're simply watching you. We're seeing how this plays out. In the meantime, we're preparing like a massive army on your doorstep. So po- keep poking the bear. Keep poking, you know, keep punching those, those buttons. I always tell them and see what you get. Because you're not going to like what you get. I guarantee you that. You're not going to like it. It's kind of like the kid in, 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 a, like in a high school, right, or college. The kid that gets picked on, one day, one day, that kid cleans everyone's clock. He's had enough. I was like that. I had enough, and I was ready to strike back, and nobody could dissuade me. Nobody. I had a guy that kept, like, doing things to me in high school. It was sort of like this thing in classroom, and I kept telling the teacher – I realized at an early age, the teacher, that the hall monitor are worthless, and they'll do nothing for you until you take action. That was a lesson that I learned at very early. So I went over to his desk, and he had like this water gun. He was spraying people every freaking day, right? Annoying guy, irritating guy. It was only funny the first day. And I wasn't even a friend of mine. So I would say, I don't even know you from Adam, man. The first day, the first hour, it was just sort of a minor ir- irritation. So I went over to his desk. I picked him up, and I slammed his head against the wall. The whole crowd's cheering. Classroom loved it. My liberal teacher went nuts. Oh, uh, never expected that. <laughs> And then he brings yeah. me to my principal, who was a Green Beret, great, great guy. 
And he goes, he knew me. And he goes, I know Von Wehunt. And I know Von Wehunt doesn't strike unless there's a damn good reason. So you are an incompetent <laughs> teacher. You are a moron. And I told the guys, and I told this SOB teacher, who was a Democrat, by the way, again, typical, nothing has changed in 30, 40, 50, 60 years. You have to take the situation by your own control. And that leads me into, my, in, in, into this other point that, folks, the police are not going to be there to protect you. If your home is invaded, if you're attacked, it's you against the mob. It's you against these rioters. These looters, They're going to be okay. protecting their families. Right, right. Nothing has changed since high school is my bottom line. The, the problems you encountered then have only magnified, unfortunately, in this country. So let's start with yeah, Wolf. What are your thoughts about that? I say that it's right on and people need to be aware and wake up. Leaking, <laughs> there's going to be a real problem there. But I, I like the people that are patriots. I've talked to a few, including a special forces retired military man that uh, was speaking with me the other day, and I appreciated what he had to say about his service to the country. And I want to say thank you to all our military who have served. I want to say thank you to all the, the good officers that are out there that stick their neck yes. out every day to serve and protect. We do appreciate you. And to all the people who are truly, truly born again, truly those of, of uh, Christian nature, to pray for this country because we need that. We need your prayers, yes. and we know that it's effective. So we are thankful for the military, and we are thankful for our police officers and the agencies of people who are doing the right thing. We know there, there is the other side, okay, that's it's always going to be there until the end of time, but – Thank you for those who are doing your job effectively. We have not forgotten you, and we do respect you. Love it. Love it, Wolf. Let's go to Brett. You're on yeah. front and center, man. What are your thoughts about what I said? <laughs> well, what yeah, Wolf I said? agree with Wolf. Yeah, he, that's, uh, those words ring so true. Um, and, and, you know, the, we do need to thank these police officers, you know, not, not defund them. Um, I mean, their job is hard enough, you know, I mean, to go out and risk your life. Um, I mean, with this uh, Officer Conical, you know, who was 31 years or whatever uh, on a routine call, you know, he was killed. And, you know, just stuff like that. Just uh, it's just it's just sad to see that they, they aren't even going to be able to do their jobs. Um, but. And if you notice that there just weren't enough police officers out there already when those riots started, um, I was watching them on TV and it was just scary. It's like you realize that, man, these crowds, there, there aren't enough police officers and they've got to, they've got to take time to organize. So you need to, you need to be able to defend yourself, you know, and that's, uh, that's, that's such an important thing. Um, I'd also like to say a lot of these Marines and, and the, the, uh, the uh, the veterans and they're 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 gonna they're gonna support the United States, you know. And so when you talk about a fair awakening, um, that that that's what's going to happen. I think the Patriots eventually, when they're like, okay, enough's enough. Um, how much disrespect are we supposed to take? I think there will be an awakening, and uh, 
and that that's when um you know i think that uh you know it, it and that's when a revolution will start you know um oh hell's going to break loose um, man yeah, yeah for sure yeah yeah but we yeah let's uh, get irish we're, on we're, here we're, yeah yeah okay. thank you hey, brett let's get you. irish on for his thoughts mm-hmm. here First, let's go with Brett's comment. Yeah, there's a big difference between somebody who is just ignorant and hates everybody versus someone who is disrespectful specifically of you. They're in your face. Okay? The difference between the two there, one, you can turn your cheek on the ignorant. They're going to go get somebody else. They're going to go hate somebody else for a while, and everybody's going to know. Gee, that means all of us throughout our entire lives have been building a reputation. I have a reputation just like Von Wehunt. I went to the same situation in a high school. Except for, it wasn't because I was a Christian back then. It was because my dad was a teacher at the same high school I went to. I couldn't get away with anything for a while. Could not do it. When I finally figured out right. how to do it, nobody believed it. And the people that I wanted to take it out on were the ones that were basically uh, bringing the whole school down with their behavior, were the ones that I wanted to get first. For me, that didn't happen until when I took I went to college, and I was I took a one half credit uh, physical education course because I needed that to graduate eventually. It was a 101 type thing. I took roller skating. The same person who had been picking on me through high school, one of the same, um, decided that he could do that when we were on roller skates. Big fat mistake. What I did to him put his elbow up for life. Um, He's been pushing me around And I took a 10 minute major But it was worth it And I was told Later on I found out the guy was even a sexual predator And other problems He he pretty much had to give up all that when he couldn't do it anymore Because I could see no problem (laughs) I don't know I haven't told that story to a lot of people But it does happen Now since that time I've recognized I like my reputation So number one I'm with the black business people who might have to shoot first and ask questions later. To me, those are the black lives that matter. And then it goes from there. We can't allow – it's one thing if someone's ignorant, like I said. It's another one when they're targeting you. They're saying, hey, you, you look white. It's like, hey, 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 I am a nationalist. That means you're included in what I love. You're my brother until we're otherwise. So that that was my answer for that part with a little story attached. Um, Lone Wolf, you're you're dead on. Uh, There are a lot of people who have given a lot of service to this country. And uh, I don't expect a lot. I I mean, I I got out really short. It was my brother that stayed in and retired. That didn't mean we were necessarily fighting wars on the front line, especially we were in intelligence, where if we were on the front line, they'd ask our front line to shoot us first. Don't come up here. They'll capture you. You know things, and that's more valuable than you just trying to physically withstand the enemy. So all my life, I've been hitting routine and watching other people go boom, boom. It's, and it's kind of yeah, the George Patton thing. And if you're too patriot, make them die for their country, and that's what I'm good at. So <laughs> I prefer Love it. If the war is going to be with wow. facts and rules and real human values, you guys are toast. Because we've got it right here on the Von Weon Show. We Amen. care about our country. We care about our people. Amen. Like I said earlier, skin color, what the heck? And I speak multiple languages. So 
go ahead. Slam me in something. You'll probably get smacked in American. That's pretty much how that's going to work. But, yeah, and I always said anyway. years years ago that the um, I never left the Republican Party. That that party left me. I knew in 2008 they weren't serious. Like America is not a serious country when we allow in millions of illegal uh, these aliens from all over the third world, and we let in Latin gangs, we let in MS-13, and all these criminal people. And some are like Trump said, are well intentioned. Some do come here to work. We appreciate that. But look, we don't need millions and millions more immigrants to come to our nation. The, the country is full because these people don't move to the prairie. They all want to be packed like sardines in these tightly packed cities where there's tons of crime and everything. So, look, uh, we can't have this going forward. The country will balkanize at some point. Though we want everyone to do well, we, I do realize, and you need to realize, and you guys do, of course, but the thousands of people that are listening tonight all over the country and the world, if you're listening and wanting to know what's happening inside America, tune into the Von Wehunt Show. And, Irish, I want to thank you tonight for being here, and Brett and Wolf Productions. We're coming down to our last nine minutes or so of the show. So thank you guys from the bottom of my heart. Uh, with this new studio, we can actually provide more airtime and we can get more things done, I think, and cover a lot more ground. Because before it was a tightly packed hour or 56 minutes on the uh, call sign radio station. And I used to tell folks and warn them, we don't have all day here. But uh, again, Irish, thank you. <laughs> And uh, I want to get your final thoughts to America. Keep it brief. 30 seconds. Irish, go. All right. Von Wehunt, first of all, even the music you played was downright American. And if you remember, I supplied you some of the music that you were playing. And if you're really into the high-quality stuff as a sound engineer, I will get you all the production you could ever ask for. I will never charge you for it. I don't care how famous I get or how famous you get. But it, I mean – we have a country to see, and we are going to speak out. And thank you for giving me this opportunity to put this much out on a microphone in just 30 seconds. We will do this again. Yes, we shall, Irish Pirate. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. Good talking to you. And let's now go to uh, Brett. You're up, man. Your final thoughts to America. Yeah, Vaughn. Um, well, I want everybody to keep on surfing, that's for sure. Um, I, I, <laughs> I think we need, I think we need the prayers, yeah, uh, because what we're in, we got a storm brewing right now, and with what's going on with the elections coming up, and uh, I just think that uh, we need to uh, have our, you know, just discuss on on the things that are right, and and you know, respect our military and and our police officers and. And understand they have a real tough job, and and we've got to uh, not forget our rights, our liberties, and 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 don't live in fear. I mean, that's that's the worst, you know, uh, worst thing you can do, especially with this pandemic. Yes. I think there's a lot of fear. Don't live in fear. To, you know, um, that those are my those are my my final words. And I want to thank you, man. Great show. All right, brother. Brett, the surfer. Thank you, man. Always a pleasure. We'll talk again soon and meet up, okay? All right, man. Sounds great. Thank you, sir. 
And Mr. Wolf, our great sponsor, Wolf Productions. Folks, if you want to uh, reach them, dial 480-271-4781. That number again, 480-271-4781 for premier celebrity impersonator, voiceover work, et cetera, Wolf Studio Productions. Mr. Wolf, what are your final thoughts to America, sir? Well, God bless you, Vaughn. First, we're glad you're back on the air because it's on with Vaughn. And we're also saying thank you for those who are out there praying who are serious, the patriots who love this country, who stand with us. We stand with you, and we're grateful that you're there. And we want you to join us again because we know it's going to be on the next time as well. Thank you for the time. It has been an honor, and it is exciting to think of the present and the future and where we're going from here. So, again, thanks, Vaughn. Thanks for putting it together, buddy. Thanks for helming this situation, being the captain of the ship, so to speak, and leading everybody on this cruise. We do appreciate it. God bless you. Godspeed from Wolf and Wolf Productions. Thank you, Mr. Wolf. Appreciate you, man. Love you. And I'll talk to you soon. Hey, have a great night. And we hope that America will heal and get better. But be prepared, folks. Be prepared for anything. We hope for the best. We prepare for the worst, unfortunately. But uh, Wolf Productions, uh, love you, man. Talk to you soon, okay? <laughs> you too. <laughs> Thanks, man. Folks, I've got a fantastic cast, as you definitely have heard tonight. Each week, we're going to have fantastic guests, VIP callers, and some mystery callers as well. We're going to have headlines. It's going to be with a two-hour time slot. It's going to be fantastic. You know, now I'm going to mention something here. If you like what you heard tonight, my thoughts about the show, money, and where it is going in the future. To operate effectively, I will be blunt here, and to expand the radio empire, we need the cash. Many of you have donated before, and I appreciate that. That literally keeps the lights on. we got to pay for bandwidth on blog, on blog Talk Radio and advertise and things of that nature. So a word or two, if you like what you hear, please contact me at the station. I have a Facebook account. The Von Weehan Show is also on Twitter. Look me up. Go on the search bar or Patreon, PayPal, etc. This is how you can get what you want out of the show and how I can better serve the audience and expand the show as well. It's a two-way street America. As your illustrious radio host and producer working the engineering board with my um, compadre here, he's also doing the technics. He's an engineer radio veteran for the show. We do need your support. We do need more fans, but I would also clarify it as more paying fans. Contrary to it's not free America. We need to pay for the lights, as I said before. So being a part of the Von Wehunt Army, just know that we do need donors and sponsors and that fuel to keep marching forward. So I ask an employer and, and, and implore all of you, if you Call the show and say you are a big supporter of me and the show and the callers. I'm asking you to, to prove it. Put your money where your mouth is. We need you. Just understand, America, that you may be a great fan of the show, but if you've been listening to the show at KFNX and on the Internet, 
for four or five, six years and have never donated or contributed cash or money in any way, shape, or form, just know in the future, though I love you and I want you as part of the show, we can't take you seriously as a real raving fan of the Von Weehan Show, because to me, you are a great fan, but you are a person that is all talk and no action. And don't get me wrong. We want more people that are action-oriented. Paying lip service is great. It's great for the show and my ego. Don't get me wrong. And your ego, my callers, but I like it and appreciate all of you. But I'm looking for more people that can step up and donate and sponsor the show. It does not drive the, the uh, show forward if we have a lot of people who only like it but never do anything tangible. So keep that in mind as you go forward, America. It's just a polite way to say, I want you. We want to be in your life. We want to expand the show. I want to buy more time and of that nature. So I thank you all for being here tonight, and we're going to end the show with some kick-ass music. Good night. God bless from my studio. The Bottom Weekend Show is legendary, infamous, always.